left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, Bakersfield. How's everybody doing? I hope you're having a fantastic week. If you're an East Coaster and you're a baseball fan, hey, shout out to you. These games end late. Actually, last night wasn't too bad. Um, Last night I think was doable for everybody But the game wasn't uh, like worth staying up And I guess most people Yeah, and most people watch At their home So they could turn it off Go to bed We don't do that But the World Series is underway We're tied at ones after Houston H-Town, Funky Town, Space City, Busy City, Busy City, Busy Houston They win Seven to two final last night. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's it's the current concern of the World Series is that are these teams going to play good games? Next game actually has potential. We're two games in. Let's see what's going on. Uh, baseball remains hot in the street. Thanks to everyone live in the chat right now. Maxwell, Josh, Ashton, Normal Dog. Jaded genius. Wow. That's a tough way to live. Um, good morning. I'm here with big baby David Mendelson on the ones and twos. Couple more days as a Manhattan resident than you're not than you are again? Question I think mark? so. I guess the second stint isn't locked in. Okay. Locked in. We're waiting on waiting on the Co-op board to meet, which I would assume I'm guessing they do the first week of the month or something. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we looked into a couple of those when we were moving to the city. Yeah, weird city. Why do we the real estate? Why is stuff different? The way it works here just uh, sucks. Bizarre, bizarre. Um, I'm yeah. on a couple like weird. My TikTok gives me some mm. real estate stuff, which I've never personally like sought out, but I get a lot of it. Like, and, oh, New York! It, everyone's getting screwed. It's like I mean, which you know, Literally. but they're like, "This is worse than ever." Yeah, it's like, oh, good time for me to move. Good times. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, the city of lights. Baseball will be going down in the city of lights. None of that sentence made sense. Um, we'll talk some more Houston, Atlanta, kind of where we're at, what we can look forward to. Going forward, look forward to going forward. It's tough, people. It's tough. You know, it's Thursday. We've all been in it. Trying to see Jimmy's damn baby. Katie's kind of being a baby hog right now. Yeah, I mean, I've been digging. Trying to find it. Oh. Can't. Oh. So, we'll catch ourselves up on the World Series. Uh, we will be revealing all the behind-the-scenes Chris Rose stories. Um, a lot of, you know, the stuff you hear about. Uh, very rude to people, screaming in our faces. But when that camera turns on, he's a nice guy. So, we'll reveal all that. We'll talk some of this NFL upcoming weekend. I know there's a fake. Well, there's supposed to be a more fun game tonight. Packers Cardinals. Uh, the Packers have the Covey going yeah, through their I team. Didn't, right I didn't now. realize the Lazard part of it. I knew they were just missing Devontae, which by itself is a is right. big one. He does a lot, and I mean the whole thing. Rogers, he never yeah. he never has skill guys and Devontae Adams though. Um, so we'll get to that. I think there are a couple good games on the slate this weekend. Let's talk some baseball. No ads today. We're adless. Adless. That's huge. Um, go to the John Boy Media store. Uh, 
Promo code PLAYOFFS on the Jam Essential line. It's it's over at the end of the playoffs. That promotion is over. What is it, 15% off? Uh, 15% off anything on the Essentials line. And that includes some, like... Potentially, by by our next episode of this, it's done. Yeah. That's the risk you run. So, uh, those nice hoodies everyone's been wearing, some of these hats, kind of our... That hat is one of them. Kind of our fits. It's the ones that are like, oh, this is like what... This is like real clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Some, Some... Essentials. That's the name of the line. So, would appreciate that. Uh, let's go through last night's game. Uh, game two of the World Series. The Braves won game one. You guys already know that now if you're listening to a sports show. And you probably already know they won game two. But, um, Braves win game one. They kind of dominated. They never got scared, really, by the Astros. Uh, and they had Max Freed going, their guy, hoping he bounced back, uh, wondering if it was mechanical, is he tipping things, people asking questions. Uh, early, uh, Houston scores in the first. They score one. Uh, they And that was important. Sounds dumb. David Cohn, Tone the Slab, they talked about the importance of scoring the first run in a playoff game. I think teams are winning at, like, a... Uh, a 70% clip if they score the first run or something something impressive, something you have to consider. Uh, and, you know, it's just a bounce-back game. They had the Dome open, first time Dome was open for a playoff game since 2005. Chris Rose said that. I didn't double-check it. That could be wrong. That could be wrong. Uh, so the crowd was pretty electric. So they score in the first. They I say they only score one. They were... Pounding the ball in the first And that's where baseball becomes a funny sport Travis Darno, Miggy Rojas's uh, Pick for World Series MVP He hits a homer into the Crawford Bucks We're tied at ones It's kind of like, okay Let's do this Freed versus Urquidy uh, Urquidy Thickbeard Heavy changeup um, The second inning Our guy Max Freed Gets kind of dinked and dunked all over. Uh, they initially score on an infield single from Siri. Yes, S-I-R-I. Uh, if you don't know who he is, you may want to get into it. I think Jose Siri is going to be a factor in this series the rest of the way. Um, he's 26. He's pretty electric, fast. He's only played... He only played... How many games is this? He played 21 games of Major League Baseball for Houston. I guess the... Here is something I didn't know coming into the trade deadline, the playoffs. Houston, their team is nasty. Disgusting. They have Maldonado behind the plate. And you're like, okay, I get it. Maldonado's kind of your traditional catcher. Gross arm, we saw that in the previous series uh, When he had the perfect throw on the strike him out, throw him out Does enough hitting wise, but he's like their guy Like he's kind of been their guy, so you get that And there's a lot of catchers If there's a position to do that in, it's catcher Now the one that surprised me Was the Houston Astros center field Hasn't been a strong position for them um, well, it was with George Springer. It was very strong. Quite strong, yes. Since then, uh, Chaz McCormick has been there. And hey, he's a young baseball player. He's, you know, maybe he's better than we think. They also called up Jake Myers. That's the dude that ran into the wall in the White Sox series. Either way, here's what you need to know. The... The Houston Astros, you go around the horde. I mentioned Maldonado, whatever. First base, Yuli Gurriel, he hit seventh, he won the batting title. Yep. Jose Altuve, don't have to tell you. Carlos Correa, yep. About to get heavy nine figures in free agency for the way he plays baseball. Um, Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez, these guys are the future of the Astros. They are young studs. OPS is in, like, the nines. Career Tucker this year. 
Um, Michael Brantley. His nickname's quite literally Dr. Smooth, and it's not like a joke. Only a few guys that can handle the nickname Dr. Smooth. Hmm. Not me. So the one thing on this Astros team that kind of didn't check out was center field. I just didn't get it. I was like, Chaz McCormick, Jose Siri, I didn't really know who he was, Jake Myers. It's like, okay. So, I don't know. They just Maybe they just believe center fielders have to cover ground. Like, that's all they need. Just have a center field that the catches rest of balls. The lineup, just get a guy who can play the position. When we talk, you know, some of our Brett Gardner conversations we've had on Talking Yanks, center fielders aren't abundant. There's not a lot of good center fielders. So, in my head, maybe that was part of Houston's strategy. Like, well, let's just get a center fielder that catches balls and we'll stack everything else. That's, that wouldn't be a terrible plan. I think Jose Siri, and hey, maybe baseball is a little bit of roulette if we're being honest. Jose Siri seems like the guy, uh, and maybe it's a swag thing. He's got the chains bouncing. I believe in that. He's fast. We saw him run to first. I'll see if he even has baseball savant speed stuff in his limited action, but mm. it looked like he could fly. Um, and he just seems like a threat at the plate. Um, I just typed in baseball savant and didn't put in his name, which was a really bad strategy. Six two. Uh, so Jose series listed six two one seventy five. He is twenty six years old. Sprint speed ninety ninth percentile. So that checks out. That checks out. So, uh, interested to see. How that plays out could just be a wrong read, but Chris Rose. Small small sample size eye test stuff. The but. smallest of sample size and eye test, but I know Chris Rose, who's watched more baseball than you will remember. He's forgotten more. That's what it is. You never know. Uh, he kind of had a similar reaction. All of us did when Siri scored, and he kind of was being cool guy. So, interested to see. Uh, Jose Siri might be one of the... From this series, or at least this Astros team, he might be a deeper like a memorable. cut. A deeper cut you might have to learn. You kind of know the other guys. He feels like among their center field mix, and I guess Myers is hurt and everything, uh, he, but he feels Tough. like the one that brings the most to the table, even if he's not hitting. I'm sure maybe they believe in McCormick to eventually be a hitter because he's been the one getting the bulk of the playing time, I think. It's just... And um, it's it's where the postseason is tough. It almost turns into relievers, like who's hot. Um, you know, I I'm not gonna start comparing who's who's got the chance at a better career, Jose Siri or Chaz McCormick or Jake Myers. I have no idea. If Jake Myers doesn't get hurt in the White Sox series, does Siri play at all? Maybe not. Um, but you could tie that to like Soler and Rosario. So it's kind of Fun baseball stuff. Let me get a quick taste of Jose Siri's minor league numbers to see if I should believe more. He's got a ton of stolen bases. I'm into that. 783 OPS. Okay, yeah. I'll take that. What are you doing AAA Sugarland this year? 318, 369, 921. Yeah. Sure. Give me, give me this Jose Siri Kool-Aid. So... Looked into Chaz McCormick a little more. I don't think he's someone they believe in long term. He's older than I thought. Okay. Um, On their uh, prospect list, but uh, number 17. Chess. And, yeah, hey, Jose Siri, 26 years old. I know in, in baseball world that doesn't – that used to kind of be cool. Now it's like it's not. Yeah. He it's was not in young. He was in the so. Reds org. <clears throat> um. And he's technically hit free agency this year. So I don't know if that was just a minor league contract or whatever, but good for him. Marley Rivera tweeted after the game that he has some dance videos, so I looked into that. Uh, nothing crazy, but baseball guys dancing in a locker room, so I'll always take that. I would I would guess it's because he wasn't like on the 40, man, so he reached minor league free Yeah, I think it stuff. just didn't get protected, and ain't, ain't that it. Uh... Astros put up a four spot in the second that stretched out the lead. 
Cute. Uh, Atlanta in the fifth. Uh, they push one across on a Freddie Freeman single to make it five to two, and you're like, okay, let's do this. Let's dance a little bit. Next inning, nope. Um, that was it. Max Fried settled down. Uh, we talked to Lucas Giolito on the live stream, starting pitcher for the White Sox and friend of Max Fried, who was watching Max Fried pitch. And when Houston was pitching, He'd go play his NHL create a player mode where Davy Jones was trying to get drafted. Trying to get to the Kraken. By the Kraken. So, I think we've all been there. Uh, Yeah, this game lost its luster. Uh, Freed settled in. And, hey, that second inning, I don't think he looked too bad. I think there was some stat that this playoffs, there hasn't been a starting pitcher that gave up four... Hits with exit velos under 95 miles per hour or something And I start And I think he did He did that in the second inning alone I think it was four consecutive guys Yeah So That's baseball It's baseball a little bit Put it in play If you want to get mad at shifts and stuff It is what it is Uh Houston dominated this game Altuve icing on the cake He hits a homer Second all-time in playoff home runs. Pretty wild. The The man is my height, but in shape. Uh, so that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Astros' pen looked good. Uh, Javier, who's kind of their pivot weapon, came out of the pen. 1.1, 27 pitches. So that that's good for him. The last time he was out, I think he threw 50-something. Uh... Braves pen kind of did their thing, except Drew Smiley. He was he was scary for a moment. Kyle Wright will be interesting to see. Pitched the final inning. The kid uh, from Vandy Man, like myself. Uh, one inning, three strikeouts. And he was, you know, the body added when they lost. Or was he the body added, or was he on there beforehand anyways? Either way, Kyle Wright... When Charlie Morton got hurt, if Atlanta wants to do this, some dudes are going to have to step up in their bullpen. Kyle Wright could be that guy. He's got the arm talent. Talent usually prevails this time of year. Um, Let me see. They added Tucker Davidson. Kyle Wright was on there. But Kyle Wright, his role got a lot more important uh, as that happened. So we're tied at once. Let's... um. Let's get some stats. People love stats. Uh, we're heading to Atlanta. The Braves, how about this, people? The Braves are 5-0 and at home this postseason. That's cool. That's something to root for. They keep that going. And then it would then it would be the last week in Jake with new baseball. Um, let's see. Who's doing stuff for the Braves? Darno's 3-for-8. Solaire's 3-for-8. Uh, Ozzy's three for eight. Dansby two for six. Um, yeah, not a okay. Austin Riley, Freddie Rosario, Jock with with nothing really. Um, okay, that uh that kind of bodes well. Freddie Freeman had a slow start in the Atl- in the Dodgers series. He found it. Uh, I think you could very well see that again. I wouldn't bet against Freddie Freeman. He slapped one the other other way yesterday. Austin Riley, I, I mean, again, he barreled. He's been barreling a couple balls. Um, Rosario, that might be the one you circle. All the analytics geeks talked about how he was going to... You can't stay that hot. We'll see. He hit it at people. We'll see. Still hitting the ball... Pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, they they had a lot of line drives. It felt like right at first base. Um, yeah, that was something. Uh, what's going on in Houston? H Town, Funky Town, Space City, Party City, uh, City, NASA City. Uh, Michael Brantley, five for nine. Oh, Jordan Alvarez <laughs> is one for five with two walks. What am I missing? The here? one's a triple. The one's a triple. 
So he's one for five, two walks. See, he must have a sack fly or something I'm missing. The at-bats aren't adding up in my head, but... So, Michael... He got hit by a pitch last night. I don't know if one happened the night before as well, or there was a sack fly the night before. Maybe that's it, because he would have two walks and a hit-by-pitch in two games. Uh, The highest OPSs on Houston in this series are Michael Brantley and Jordan Alvarez. And if you want to throw another wrench into it, uh, Kyle Tucker... Jordan Alvarez and Michael Brantley, we don't think one of them is going to start in Atlanta. Um, I think coming into this series, everyone leaned Michael Brantley. He's five for nine, and he looks five for nine. Um, he's just barreling anything he sees. Um, I don't know what you do. The video game version of this is you put Kyle Tucker in sec in center. Jose Siri, the guy I just raved about, um, you have him on the bench. You have him pinch run for one of them late, and that's it. And you just hope your outfield can hold on enough. I don't think they're going to do that. I I still think it's Brantley, and you pinch hit him. I don't know. I don't know. It's very, very tricky for Dusty. And we went back and forth on it a lot because – there, there's a, there's like no good answer, no bad answer. I think if the, if you have one of them on the bench, then you have like an actual like option. And you're gonna need to pinch it for a pitcher at some point. Yeah. So then you have like a a real weapon because otherwise, then it's McCormick, Siri, Ledmus Diaz. I guess if it's a lefty reliever in. So their bench right now is Ledmus Diaz, are your... Marwin Gonzalez. Didn't know He's that. He's on the playoff roster? Is that right? Are we getting punked? Marwin Gonzalez is an Astro? I knew he was on the team, but I didn't know he was on the playoff roster. So, oh, nope. Quote from him from Tuesday. It is special to be on the Astros World Series roster. How about that? So um, he's there. So... And Marwin and Alameda's, they're both listed as infielder slash outfielder. I think they both played some corner outfield. Yeah, and I I just don't I don't know if that's their strength. Um, that gets really interesting. I guess, I guess in theory, if it's a lefty righty reliever, whichever one, they're a threat. Whichever huh. one, whichever one you're subbing in, and you can put them in whenever. Marwin switch hits. I think I think he's been. I know one of his sides has been nothing, and I'm assuming it's righty. That would be good for him. Um, Alamides Diaz and Jose Siri. Yeah, I mean, I I guess just the thing that makes you nervous is you can't you can't really finish with an outfield of Jordan Brantley and Kyle Tucker in <clears throat> center. Yeah, I mean, I think you, uh, my head feels like it feels crazy to not have Jordan in the starting lineup, but if you pinch hit him the first time a pitcher comes up, you can keep him. You can do a double switch thing, keep him out there for like three innings, get him like two at bats, and then switch him out for defense late if you've got a lead. Yeah, that's uh. I don't know. That that's the one that f- feels like makes the most cuz Brantley you just kind of need to get him ABs cuz he's just hit, he's just seeing it so really clearly good. right now. He made a nice catch. And I think his like ability to play the outfield. I'm curious what Savant says. It, like sprint speed's really just the issue. Yeah. I think he's like a fine defender. Eh, bad outfield jump, bad outs above average. I think it all comes back to the speed stuff. But Yeah. I would assume you trust his glove overall and like making right decision over Jordan. If there's a play near him, he he's gonna make it. I don't know if you can say that about Jordan. He's gonna make a special play. Michael Brantley's played in the outfield for his career. Jordan's just a young beast, beast of a man. Um, Jordan feels like you're like put it on the table, move at some point, which Brantley would be as well if he's on your bench. But yeah. I, I don't if know. If you're done, you can put him in whenever you feel like it, basically. 
And he could also play first, too. I wonder if that gives you some more NL versatility, kind of. Like, like if you uh, need to that, take like out, are you gonna... if you want to take out Yuli, and then you like can still Bregman leave your outfield open. Really hit. I think he's, he hasn't really hit for power. You're not taking him out. I don't think he can bench Breggy. I don't know. These are these are the things that really I don't think's played anything but first in a while. These are the things that National League Baseball uh, offers, and this may be the last time it offers it. So this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, enjoy it. We will find out together what they'll do. Um, Fayou, no DH certainly hurts the Astros. In non-DH games, as much as DH helps the Braves in DH games. Okay, that was a little. That's a little mental twister for me. Mm. I think no DH probably hurts the Astros more. He, yes, he's saying that having the DH was such a benefit to the Braves because they kind of. I have guess what Solaire hitting what Solaire has did in the first game. There's a discussion there, but I think over seven games, you take Jordan and Brantley over. Solaire and Jock mm. Or Solaire and Eddie Although Eddie just won MVP <laughs> um, We will see We'll be watching with us Our plan is to live stream um, Again we'll see if that That Halloween baby finds Finds its way out um, If not it, it might not be me and Jimmer We'll see um, I think he'll be in for tomorrow <laughs> We'll see We're going to see him Anything in a little bit happen. Yeah, um, maybe that baby pops out now. Yeah, we haven't seen him yet today. I don't know. Do the Braves have like an interesting choice to make? Because like Jock hasn't really done anything, but so Soler had the leadoff homer in Game One. It's Luis Garcia, and I think they pretty much just go lefty righty. Yeah, th- that seems to be what they're doing, and I think. Solaire of those outfielders is the least defensive option. Yeah. It would be between him and Eddie. Yeah. Who Eddie's got an outfield assist this series. I think Eddie like can, can do can can do it for the most part. Do a little more. Um Solaire was primarily DH, I think, with the Royals last couple of years. I think for them it's pretty much lefty righty. Luis Garcia yeah. gets the start. Um, and if they can both f- will get involved in the game, yeah, yeah, and that's this is what they do. They're a National League baseball team, so uh, we'll see the uh, the sterile sterile shopping mall in Atlanta should be rocking. Excited to see that. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I think big. This is you can say this with pretty much any baseball series ever. So it sounds dumb to say, but Game Three is gonna be huge. Um. Because if the Braves lose, they're going to be looking at back-to-back bullpen days to try to, like, save their season. Uh, meanwhile, if Houston loses, they have Odo, who his last time out he looked good, and he's like a a starting pitcher yep. by trade. They He's at least going to... He can give he you can, a good... He can at least give you potentially... Five innings Good playoff four even Bank on him for three Which they Haven't been able to do Um With anybody So yeah I think game three Is a lot more important For the Braves They can't drop Than Houston Freed and Ion Starts back to back With Morton Just losing Morton Um Cause yeah You're not gonna see Freed or Ion Anderson Till game six and seven And those aren't currently promised. So we'll see again. Atlanta's undefeated at home. If you believe in things like that, I, I hope we do believe in things like that because home field advantage should should matter in any sport. Um, I don't know. That that's kind of it. I, I think if if you've been following baseball, you know, you know the players in this series. Uh, we're just we could use a good game. A good game. I'd use a good game. Part for several reasons, I'd like if the if the not having DH stuff like really affects the Astros. Yeah, one, um, I would prefer they don't win. Mm. That's just a personal preference. Uh, two, that would be a nice little highlight on the DH stuff right before it's probably going away anyway. Yeah, 
No, and it would be that pushes us over the edge for that. That can be a very much something that feels impactful if Jordan Alvarez ends up in left field and a double lands right outside of his glove. Yeah, that has more. That impacts the pitching staff. That impacts or Houston, even, or even just they didn't. Impacts, they couldn't start him, or he did, couldn't end the game. That impacts the Braves. So, uh, I think those are the updates. We will be doing talking baseball. Uh, coming up in a little bit And uh, yeah, I mean It's going to be the last weekend of baseball How about that? Halloween this weekend? Spooky Chris Rose Again, camera's on Nice, man Camera's off uh, Hurtful Yes Rodon has played two games in left this postseason only in Houston, or were they? Ooh, good question. One Houston of them is a fake left. In field. Houston, the other one. Yep, both in Houston. Game two of the DS, game one of the CS. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting for Dusty. Dusty has a plan. And hey. Brantley DH those days. As, as we said, and, and hey, maybe this is our Houston bias leaking out that, you know, if a ball lands outside of Jordan Alvarez's glove, how that's going to affect them. Uh, hey, what if Jordan Alvarez pinch hits for a pitcher and hits a three-run homer? Then, cool moment. Then Dusty won. Then Dusty won. That's the update. Let's hope for some good baseball games this weekend. Let's lead changes. Let's get some lead changes. That's what I'm rooting for this weekend, and you should too. Um, let's see, BBD, anything outside of the NFL? There's college football. Actually, last weekend was a soft college football slate. Let me get some games for people. This is what we do, people. We get you ready for some of the games this weekend. Uh, Coastal Carolina plays tonight, so that's huge. They're ranked 24th, so I guess I shouldn't joke about that. College football, man. Weird times. Okay, Michigan, Michigan State. Mm. Noon on Saturday. Number six, Michigan versus number eight, Michigan State. Two very proud schools. Okay. What am I doing Saturday? We're probably doing talking baseball. Talking baseball in the morning and a stream that night. Stream that night? Okay. I'm interested. Iowa at Wisconsin, also a nooner. Texas at Baylor. Miami at Pitt. Okay. Let's see. We got any other good ranked action? Georgia at Florida. Florida's not ranked, unfortunately. America's largest martini party? Tea party? I always get that one wrong. Really like to see that. Um, Man, Michigan, Michigan State. Those are proud, proud people. Um, let's see, Florida State, Clemson, unranked Clemson, man, I watched them play last weekend And they don't look like the Clemson teams you'd be familiar with It was ugly It's like hard to watch Um, let's see, Ole Miss, Auburn at 7pm 10 versus 18, okay I'm interested Uh, number 12, Kentucky at Mississippi State Could be interesting um, and Penn State is at Ohio State, 730. That's number 20 Penn State and number 5 Ohio State. I think Penn State just lost. Otherwise, that'd be a lot more fun. Okay, college football people. I think last weekend wasn't a, wasn't a, a good one for you. Um, I think this one's lined up. Michigan, Michigan State, man, that's fun. It's in East Lansing, 6 versus 8. That's uh. Tune into that game. That game means something to a lot of people down there. And then Ole Miss Auburn. So what's the best afternoon game? Um, so that's the skill I have in life. Um. So, yeah, I guess what you can do if you have to juggle Saturday and doing real-life things, you catch some of that nooner. Michigan, Michigan State, if it's good, you ride it out. 
If not, you take a little 3.30 to 7.30 hiatus. And then you catch yourself some, some Ole Miss at Auburn with a little Penn State, Ohio State. A lot of proud schools. A lot of proud schools. Go sports. Can Let's flip with the baseball. That with the baseball. And that leads us into NFL Sunday where me and BBD eat crow on all of our bad takes briefly. And then we compliment ourselves on all our good takes. Uh, like we previewed tonight. Some Irish fans in the chat. <laughs> Nick Nick Mugnani, am I saying that right, in the chat? After that, might have to go fire up NCAA 14. Yeah, I think I have a select track of college football fight songs just embedded in my brain from pay- playing the NCAA football games. Packers-Cardinals, NFL action tonight. The undefeated Cardinals, 7-0 and in Arizona. Cole Tucker going to that game. Hmm. That feels, feels like, like something, something Cole Tucker that. would be at. I'm going to say Card- teams are combined. Cardinals game tonight? One. Feels something like Cole Tucker would be at. Um, Cardinals are 7-0. and They're facing the Packers, who are 6-1. and Aaron Rodgers. They've won their last six. They lost that first game. They're hot. In Arizona. Arizona's six-and-a-half-point favorites, mostly because, as we mentioned, Devontae Adams is out with COVID. Uh, Al Lazard, second receiver, out with COVID. Um, I don't know. J.J. Watt's out. Six-and-a-half feels like a lot uh, for a Cardinals team that's undefeated. The pressure is kind of on them. Fail in the chat. Cole Tucker is filling in as a line judge. Yeah, I can see that. Bradley. Ball boy. On the sideline, tossing them, um, or with the owner, sharing sweet treats. He could, he can do it all. Maybe a couple snaps at tailback. Um, I'll be interested to see how this game plays out. Uh, there is no baseball tonight, so mm. tune in if you're interested. Uh, Cardinals. This would be their kind of full blown announcement. Everyone likes Kyler. Uh, we kind of went through these NFC teams, and the top of the NFC is really stacked right now. If the Cardinals win this, they're kind of fully announcing, like, you have to treat us like everyone else. Treat us like the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, if they lose this, I think people are going to be pretty aggressively mean to a 7-1 and team. And Aaron Rodgers and Adam Jones, man. Adam Jones is playing in this game, right? Adam Jones, Packers? If I mean Aaron Jones. Right? What's that? It's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I'm thinking of the baseball player. Center field. Jose Siri on the mind. Dude, you should have seen how bad my I just typed in everything into Google so poorly. Um he was Aaron Jones, one of my my better Gruden grinders, RIP. Um, that sucks. We're rooting for a good game. Rooting for a good game, always. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for the Cardinals. I I really like Kyler Murray. His story's awesome. Little guy. Take take the Cardinals with some. Treat them with respect. I like them. But I don't know, Rodgers... They're a little bit the story of the season, but Rodgers kind of rips people's hearts out. Rodgers lives for the, these. People have reasons to doubt them this week. Playing the undefeated team. Yeah, Rodgers lives for this shit, man. That's where, when I sell Arizona six and a half, I don't like that. I would, if you're a gambling man or lady, I lean Packers there. If football uh, isn't isn't your thing, and you're looking for and you're looking to get into the basketball, Knicks Bulls tonight, I think, is also gonna be really fun. Two of the for first place, two of the more starved fan bases the last several years. Because uh, that's really thing. I think it's like over the last five years, those are the two teams with the most losses. Is that in Chicago? In Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, that uh, that game's got some juice to it. That'll so that's be the, that's the NBA game with juice. We'll get you a little NBA preview. We'll walk you into the weekend. Um, so that's tonight. 
Packers, Cardinals, Bulls, Knicks. Um, let's see the Sunday slate. We just gave you your Saturday plans. You're watching Michigan, Michigan State at noon. You can wane your way through midday and then 7, 7, 7.30, Ohio State, Penn State, Ole Miss, and blanking on who they're playing, but we got games for you. Sunday, let's see, 1 p.m., Panthers, Falcons. You're not watching, but you're going to get some good highlights, I think. Uh, these teams are, Falcons are 3-3, three and three, Panthers are 3-4, and four, and they've just lost four straight. These teams are starving for a win, and they can each, like, significantly elevate their season. We talked about this on Monday. If you're the Panthers, you're back at 4-4. Four and four. McCaffrey, I think, comes back next week. Yeah, or he's eligible, at least. And it's <clears> like, okay, our seasons, we're a 500 team, and our, we lost our best player for, like, five weeks, six weeks, maybe. Like, let's go. Let's get it back on track. If you're the Falcons... You can go to four and three. They're favored in this game by three points. Matt Ryan's playing a lot better. Traded for him in fantasy. People care about that. So I believe, I think Kyle Pitts is real. I think Matt Ryan is real enough as an NFL quarterback. And the NFC South kind of stinks. I think this will be a good game, but I don't think you want to watch every down. I don't think it's going to be good football. If you're if you're flipping to red zone, you'll be interested in the updates from the game. It's going to be some good highlights. And the result, then whatever the end result ends up being will be impactful. The Bills host the Dolphins. Uh, minus 13 and a half favorites for the Buffalo Bills. The Bills beat the Dolphins 40 to nothing, if I remember that accurately. And that was in Miami. I guess the only thing for any of our Finns fans out there, hashtag Finn fans, uh, Tua did have a nice game last week, so maybe you you can root for that. Bills are coming off a bye. <laughs> I don't know, Dolphins. I don't know. Bills, Bills big. This should start off a, a nice part of their schedule. Niners, Bears. The two and four Niners, like we tried to tell you guys, as we guessed. Um... Versus the three and four Bears In Chicago Niners are a four point favorite Justin Fields has looked awful Bears can get back to 500 Niners are kind of trying to save their season Jimmy G looked terrible last week Like the Niners lose this week They're like and They're kind of toast as is But are they done? They're done right? Kind of done anyway. I think they're kind of done anyways. If if they lose this, they're super done. Uh, they're without Trey Lance. Bears would be a, it would be nice for them to have this win in the back pocket. But that's not not what this season is. I guess here's my thing. Um, let me get to football reference. The 49ers. The 49ers. Jake Storielli talking about the 49ers. Uh, so last year they went six and ten. They had a bunch of injuries. 2019 was they were 13 and three. They lost the Super Bowl, Shanahan, whatever. Before that, they were four and 12, six and 10, two and 14. That's too far back. That was Chip Kelly in 2016. So let's not Kaepernick. Uh, he, yeah, was a quarterback for them that year. We've come a long way since then. So let's do the Shanahan era. They go six and 10. Jimmy G. 2018, they go 4-12, and and that year their injuries were brutal. Nick Mullins is getting a lot of run. They go to the Super Bowl. Shanahan, Jimmy G, Raheem Mostert, George Kittle, and it's like, okay, everyone's in on Shanahan. Garoppolo, his, the amount of games he wins when he plays is crazy, blah, blah, blah. Last year, they had the injury bug kind of again, but now we're getting into four years of this. And it's all right, whatever. They draft a quarterback. They don't think Garoppolo's their guy. He gets hurt again. They're now two and four again. Garoppolo not the answer playing. 
And by the way, Trey Lance, like, let's not pretend he's the answer. At least not right now. He was supposed to be the biggest <clears throat> project he's coming out. He's supposed to be out. the number one. Like, all right, you sit him a year. Like, guy. crazy talent. But, so, I mean, I don't know. If I'm a Niners fan, I got to be pretty confused right now. This is year five of Shanahan at head coach, which head coaches don't really do that. And only one of them is a winning season. Is almost as winning a season as you can get, but it was right. It's a fantastic year, but it's definitely the outlier. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, I just looking at that page, going Jimmy G Mullins, Jimmy G Mullins, Jimmy G. Yeah. That's just that's just tough on the on the heartstrings. Right. Yeah, and that's uh. I, hey, maybe that's right, and maybe that's where Trey Lance ties in, and Shanahan is a good coach, and Trey Lance is the answer. And look at the Cardinals right now. Um, Kyler Murray looks like the answer. They're undefeated. By the way, they play in the same division as the Niners. So does Russell Wilson as of right now. So does Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. So. Rams a lot of teams preseason Super Bowl pick. Everyone that yelled at us, shut your butts about it. They're in the best division. It's tough. Football's tough. And they they have a lot of respect from one year. I don't know. I don't know. Niners fans, let me know. Uh Bears, they have, have so many players. They have a chance to go to five hundred at home and be like the okay, the Bears are still around. I don't know. That's an ugly game. Do not watch it. Do not watch it. Promise you. Steelers Brownies. Browns are a three and a half point favorite. Steelers coming off the bye week. Uh, Browns are having trouble with their QB situation. Baker is getting the starter reps this week. Uh, everyone was super down on the Steelers to start the year. Browns at home. They're now three and a half. They're three and a half point favorites in this game at home. To the Steelers, which I'm pretty sure means this would be a pick 'em if they were in Pittsburgh. I don't know. The Browns are in a nervous, nervous kind of area right now because that division has totally flip flopped. I mean, the Ravens are still good. I guess we expect that, but the Bengals are like America's team now. So this is a huge game. If you're the Browns and you drop to 400, uh oh. Steelers, you can go to four and three and your season's kind of on track. Or three and four, and that's kind of what everyone expects. That's an interesting game. I'm circling that one. Eagles, Lions, no. Nope. Will not discuss. Colts, Titans. Oh, man. If you believe in Vegas, the five and two Titans, who are hot, recently beat some of the best teams in the league. Bills, Chiefs, when we still thought they were good. Colts are one-point favorites at home. That's the NFL. That'll test you. Uh, I'm really interested. I, you know, people care so much about my fantasy stock. Picked up Carson Wentz in a couple leagues. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. He looked a lot better. Colts at home to get to 500. Titans, very streaky team. This is it. This is Colts win by a point or Titans win by 14. I don't know what happens. Bengals Mania. They're playing the Jets in East Rutherford, New Jersey. They are 10 and a half point favorites. I'll tell you what. If I was a betting man, I would bet good money on the Jets to cover. I don't know what that means. I just have seen this a lot, and it's probably it's part of what makes the NFL great. A young football team, 10 double-digit favorites on the road. The first time everyone's liking them. Joe Burrow, you're great. Jamar Chase, you're great. The Jets, who beat the Tennessee Titans Their at home. this year is the Titans. I'm just saying that's a huge number, especially in the gambling world. Should the Bengals win this game? Absolutely. It's still the Jets. Bengals have been good on the road. Jets are 1-1 one one at home. Jeez. 0-4 on the road? But, yeah. I don't know. 
This this reeks of a Jets score on their opening drive and it's like a 10-3 game Jets into the second and you're like, "Wow, 10 and a half points in the NFL is a lot." And then the Bengals turn it on and they win easily, but little Jakey gambler there. I believe Mike White is starting for the Jets this week. But they got Flacco back. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, let's get some Flacco. Mike White it didn't look awful, awful. Now, what does that mean? He didn't look good. Expectation stuff. But sometimes you see quarterbacks play, and you're like, "Oh my god, what sport?" Who you encouraged playing? you to pursue this career? And that's a kudos to the NFL. Mike White was back there, and hey, maybe it's just in comparison to other Jets quarterbacks, but he looked like a human. Looks like he looks like he knew what was going on. Ten and a half. On the road, the Bengals? Interesting. Rams play the Texans. Do not watch. Same with Bengals Jets, by the way. So that's the 1 o'clock slate. So what's the watch game? Maybe Steelers-Browns is the watch game. Or Colts-Titans, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Panthers-Falcons, you're not going to want to watch it. Steelers-Browns feels like the game you watch. Just, it has names. Yeah. The teams are close in record. Man. Long storylines there. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the later games. This is the game it. the Lions feel like they got to win. Eagles at home. But you uh, can't watch that ever. You can't watch it just ever. Those I noticed I noticed it again scrolling. Patriots Chargers at 4. Uh Chargers at home, 5 point favorites. I guess we'll find out the Patriots put up 53 points the other day. We'll find out how real their offense is getting. Chargers are supposed to be a class team in the NFL. Uh, five point spread, interesting. Uh, interesting. We'll uh, we'll find out how real. We're gonna find out how real Herbert and the Chargers are. Five and two, Justin Herbert, with the Chiefs ship sinking, speaks. If the Patriots go to four and four and they just put up a fifty burger and then beat the Chargers on the road, that says something. Um, okay, I'm interested. Let's see. Let's see what Belichick can do in that one to coach him up. Seahawks, Jaguars, no, 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 no. My God. Bucks at Saints. That could be fun. Uh, the Saints somehow are four and two. Uh, the Bucks are six and one. It's in New Orleans, so if they can get something going early and get the crowd into it, that can be fun. I mean, I don't know. I think Tom I think Tom sees a W pretty easily. So that game's not too exciting. That's the four o'clock slate. Jeepers creepers. Where'd you get them peepers? Night game could be fun. Cowboys at Vikings. Vikings are three and three. They've been playing crazy games all year. I think they're coming off of their bye week, so they should be rested. Are the Cowboys, Cowboys also coming off of their bye week? Ooh. They get the Sunday night. That kind of sucks for them. I don't like that. I like teams coming off their bye week and playing a beat-up team. That's like your advantage for a week. Damn. Like, whatever... One of these teams is going to feel like they just blew their bye week. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. Uh, That should be an entertaining game, though. Cowboys-Vikings in Minnesota. Dallas, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. So is Dallas's last game that crazy game with the Pats? Um, yeah, 35-29 yeah. win. It's cool. So they're Colorado. feeling good off their bye week. Uh, Minnesota's won the last three out of four. Uh, their last game was the crazy game with the Panthers. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's a fun one. So okay, Sunday night baseball, or I mean, it's going to be Game Five of the World Series. We'll see where that's at. Cowboys, Vikes should be fun. I I guess I hope Packers. Oh, and I almost skipped my Broncos again. Broncos, Washington football team, and you know what? I'm almost happy I skipped that. I wouldn't watch that. Okay, so if I had to map it out the best way I could, I think I'd go. Steelers, Browns, maybe Titans, Colts at the 1 p.m. Yeah, that that feels like that game actually will be watchable. Missed it when we 
said which one's the winner. Like the Browns could make that game ugly quick if if they actually play like they should. Um, those two games are the ones you're you're eyeing, and you might switch to the other one. Yeah, that's where that's where your head should be at. Uh, the afternoon slate. I mean, always Tom Brady at the Saints, but Patriots Chargers interesting. Cowboys, Vikes, and Monday Night Football, your G-Men take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Might be the Chiefs get right week. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. We'll be able to talk. I don't think any of the Giants guys are going to be back. Yeah, that's... Um, I just don't know. Man, I don't like like how available I am that night to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the football so I, I will be seeing it. It's the last weekend of baseball, people. So enjoy. Enjoy that. Um, you really should. You really should, he says. Guys, let's start wrapping it up. We got to get to talking baseball, and then we're doing some other fun stuff today. The patrons know. Uh, I think we said it on the stream. Yeah, we're, we're playing Blitzball today. Playing Blitzball. You'll see um, it in a month. Be out in a little bit. Uh, guys, last episode, numbers great, World Series preview. Um, let's see. <laughs> Only two teams on by this week, six last week. Not worried about Houston at all. How many teams are on buys? Two. Last week they had six. How does that make sense? Four and four, that bad boy, and we're good. <laughs> Not a math pod. I don't, last week sucked. Um, let's see. So this was two days ago. Not worried about Houston at all. I think this is a Houston fan, like saying I'm not worried. Jake Myers, Kyle Tucker, Jordan, mm. still better than almost any team out there. People said the same stuff about losing Springer and they're back in the World Series. Um, okay. Uh, okay. I mean, we'll we'll see how the outfield stuff plays out. I don't know who is worried about. Oh, I guess I was saying maybe this could be their last hurrah because I was talking about losing Correa. Um, it's the end of like that era, which I think we said. And how about this? Said in if any words. team loses their middle of the lineup shortstop. starting shortstop, just a that's big a turning of the over, page. Um, big loss to overcome. I mean, who would be their shortstop? Reggie, go back. Play, uh, the Are they Korea in the, the shortstop market? Would they get like Javi Baez? The year Do they have a shortstop prospect? I wonder what their prospect situation is. I think Bregman. There's a year Cray missed some time. Bregman went over. He came up a shortstop. If he, that feels like a long time ago, but I know it's kind of not. But I think twenty. I think twenty nineteen. He played a good amount of games there. Let me get real numbers. I just think. Bregman played 65 games at shortstop in 19. In 19. It's 21. Only played third since, not even DH days. But I think he's a very good third baseman. 22. I'm, I wonder what Houston fans, so many of you watch. What What's the plan there? Mm. What's going on? Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess what it is. So last year with the COVID year, that obviously screws up a ton of stuff. Um, and like the scandal came out in 2019, or at the end of 2019, that 2020 was supposed to be the like everyone's gonna boo the Astros, and then it didn't really happen. Couple weird people screaming in the streets, all that stuff. Like this is it. Like it's Dusty Baker with those guys. I think next year it's going to be. V- like, we already tell people, and, you know, a lot of Houston people get f- fake mad because they don't actually listen to our stuff. And we say, like, we're moved on. Like, we're over it. And I think that's n- 90% true. We're done with it being the primary conversation around the team. Yes. But I think once this year is over and Houston either hoists the trophy and says, look, we did it again, that ends it. I think if Houston loses this year... And Correa moves on I think everyone's kind of at peace with it too Mm. Like the storylines are going to be Carlos Correa's on The Tigers with Hinch Or the Yankees Is he the next day Rod Like Houston's going to have their They'll always get shit The guys from the team will always get shit about it But 
like the Houston team will feel a lot different. Tuve will be there. Bregman will be there. Jordan should be the like a star. Kyle Tucker should be a star. Um, I don't. I just yeah. and if if Correa an and Verlander leave, yeah, Verlander. Um, God. then I think it's like three dudes left from the team, mm. and in the, and one of them's McCullers, who's a pitcher. Uh, and I don't remember who the one besides Altuve is. Right. is Guriel there. Guriel is yeah. Bregman. So maybe it's four guys. Thirty-eight. Yeah, I, I don't Whatever know. It is. It's an opinion. It, it's an opinion. Um, and you'll yeah, you'll hear about it because it's the has the weather baseball we've been saying. BBD, you know how it's a you know it's a good episode. I pissed off Houston and Braves fans because I said I was going to be, I said it was going to be bad for baseball if the Braves won without Acuna, and if you know I can see and I said during it how that can come off as a bizarre take, but the whole point is we want teams valuing. The stars and going after better players Like what the Braves did at the deadline Going out and trading for more guys To boost their talent That's awesome um, If the Braves win Without Ronald Acuna It's kind of a That encourages front office offices That luck is one of the biggest key factors Come playoff time And I don't want to encourage that I want to encourage getting more talent Um and that's where Tyler Heaton, he says, all I'm going to say is if the Dodgers made it to the World Series, no one, no one would say, oh, if they win without Muncie, Kershaw, Turner, that's bad. The whole point there, Tyler, would be that they have boosted everything else so much. Like, the Dodgers should be the example of what we want teams to do. Like, they were a nasty team. They got Mookie Betts. They were a nasty team. They got Scherzer and Trey Turner. Like the Braves. They put themselves in a position they where fl- there's they, a clear fill-in for if they lose their best player. They threw a bunch of flyers at the wall. And they're they good players. And I like, like that them. strategy. I would, for them. I would just really like Ronald Acuna Jr. to be there. And then, probably most importantly, um, oh, Thomas in there defending me. Thank you, Thomas. Um... J-Rob Central, which me and BBD promised we'd forget um, And will work in at some point The intro song sped up to one and a half times Is something everyone needs to do at least once Uh, Retweeted it And yeah, it was flames So we're going to start mixing that in Um, Thank you, J-Rob J-Rob Central Thank you to everyone Great numbers last episode World Series Baseball I just burped a little bit do have an Astros thing. What do you got? So we're talking about what happens with Korea. One, their top four prospects are all listed as 2022 arrivals <laughs> on the MLB thing, which isn't by itself anything, but sure. just by the way, pieces coming. Um, but two of their top four prospects, again, both with 2022 arrivals listed as shortstops. Okay. So. So they could have one in the wings. I'm guessing they at least hope one of them steps up and forces an issue. Maybe you get a veteran and uh one of those guys, yeah. something. They're the team okay. that goes and just brings Simmons in to start the year, and or Bregman slides over to start the year, and you know one of them's gonna come up, right? And just I, I guess what I was just trying to tell people is that feels, that would feel a lot different. Whether even if the kid's a freak, it's gonna yeah. feel different seeing not, them play baseball than Carlos, Carlos Correa, Correa is elsewhere, pointing at the clock, watch clock, watch clock. Clocks or watches. He's in a lot of ways. Watches the, are clocks. Him and Altuve, the, the faces of the team. And they both have faces. Um, my bro of the night is Chris Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, he flew out. He had some medical stuff going on. He was a ton of fun during the streams. We did some watching stuff with him. And like I said, when the cameras turn off, he is a vile man. Vile, mean creature. Scared Zach. Um, and none of that's true. Uh, Rosie's great. Always tweet at Rosie. Tell him how much you love him. He, uh, he's the best, man. He, he completely gets it. It's good times. Uh, BBD, do you have bro of the night? Uh, my bro of the night, uh, the We Got Ice guys. Go watch that back alley at Bats video. I love those boys. I've never laughed so much taping something. I've watched the full thing twice, once by myself, once with Zach. Mm. Uh, just... 
It's my favorite uh, thing we've done in a while. My mom got an emergency appendectomy that day. That was the best day of yeah. my year. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, if you guys are back alley at bats that came out yesterday with the We Got Ice guys, they pop their heads in here sometime. Silly dudes. A lot of fun. Good blitzball content. A lot of silly stuff. Are they looking at us? No, they're just looking at each other's knees. Which was kind of true. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of good stuff in there. Go check it out. Go check out everything on the John Boy Media Network. We have Talking Baseball coming up in a little bit. Reset. Get Trevor Plouffe on the horn. The John Boy is here in the building. He looked at us and he waved. It was awesome. JJR yesterday. Draft some Halloween things. If you're into Halloween, go watch that. Man's playing baseball. They're going nuts. Brave season. J&J TV. The compound. Josh Donaldson. I listen to all of it. I could listen to Josh Donaldson talk all day. Like that. I like that. Talking Knicks. Knicks tape. Big game tonight. Talking Nets. Talking baseball. That's next. I said that, guys. Talking New Rose rotation tomorrow. We we talking Yanks with Rose. Oh, Chris Rose is everywhere. Tweeted him. Say nice hat. 